Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today, we're going to talk with Real Housewife of Potomac and creator of Not For Lazy Moms, Monique Samuels. She has a new potty training book out, and I'm so excited to talk to her about all the mommy things. Oh my gosh, Jade. Did you see that Monique has starts potty training at six months old? Can you even imagine? Okay. Well, so I feel like I've been seeing this. I have so many questions. I've been seeing this trend on Instagram. I've seen a lot more. It's becoming more of a thing. Actually, one of the midwives that I like that I go to, she's not the one I'm actually seeing, but she works there. She's a supporter of this. And I just don't. I just I just haven't done enough research. So I need to ask because I just don't understand that you can get your six month old baby to potty train. But it is like it's a thing these days. Yeah, they show her on on the um, Real Housewives show putting her baby like on the toilet. Like I just can't even imagine. But I'm it obviously like it works for people. But I can't even imagine like what Charlie's ten nine and a half months old. I don't even know how old he is. No, he's ten months old in two days. But putting him on there and being like, okay, go pee pee, go poo poo. <laughs> like what? He can't even understand. He doesn't. Un- Does he understand that? And I just am like not allowing myself to think he's like that much of a genius. <laughs> I feel like in our mommies till all group, potty training comes up so much. I mean, it's a big milestone, you know. And I feel like so many people have so many different techniques. So many. I don't know. And there's so many like right answers. I feel. that's the like, thing. I remember. Go ahead. Do you use pull-ups? Do you just go straight to panties? Do you let your kid just run around naked? You know? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we have so much to talk to her about, so let's take a quick break while we connect with Bodhi. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Monique, we are so excited to have you on, first off, because we just love you in general. But we're also so excited because... You're like the potty training guru, and we have so many we questions. We have so many questions. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me, number one. And look, I, I, I can talk potty training all day. That's the only time where I really care to talk about poop all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of poop-related questions as well. But, okay, first off, we were just talking about, okay, so you start your kids potty training at like six months old. Yes. As soon as they're able to sit up and they're on solid foods. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have to explain this because, okay, my kid is 10 months old. My youngest is 10 months and I can't even imagine doing that. I feel like there's no way he's smart enough to do that, <laughs> and, and, but he is. Yeah. And that's, it's crazy because that's the first thing that people think when, you know, when they hear of a, a baby or an infant or a toddler, because of their size and they're just like learning, they just assume that they're not capable of grasping information. Yes, totally. Right. But when you look at how much a child learns in the first five years of their life, it's just crazy that we think that way naturally. But it's it's such a natural behavior for us. Um, the only reason I even tried this with my first son is because a lady, I think she was from Sweden. She was from some other country. And she... We just had this random conversation. This is probably five years before I even got married. 
And she said, you know, I potty train my kids as soon as they're able to sit up. That's what we do in my country. And I'm like, what? How is that possible? And I I vowed from that moment that I would try it when I had kids. And I did. And I was amazed. And everyone else thought I was a lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked out. And it's amazing how they literally will grasp what you're doing when it comes to routine. Kids love routine. So it's just like Mm -hmm. the routine when they know that they'll have an opportunity to poop in a potty versus sit in it. You'd be surprised how they just they want to be clean. They don't want to actually sit in mess. They're just taught to do it. Ah, that makes so much sense. Yes. When I think about you think about an infant, when you first have a baby, a lot of times people always laugh about, especially when you have boys, they laugh about the fact that you get peed on all the time. Oh, all the time. I'm so glad that stage is over. Yes. So <laughs> when you take that diaper off, they're like, oh, good. I got this diaper off. I can go. So yes. It's basically just kind of catering to that mindset and just keeping that going. And by the time they reach a year mm. old, before they are really like aware, they will always know that I have an opportunity to rid this without it being on me. And they'll never misunderstand what the potty is for. They'll never be afraid of it. What happens is when they go so long being told that it's okay to mess themselves, eventually they think that this is what I'm supposed to do. And Mm. then they're two years old and you're trying to struggle with getting them to unlearn the behavior that Mm -hmm. we taught them. Oh no, we did this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what the whole mindset is. It's just basically trying to get them to understand that there's another way before they're so ingrained in that behavior that it becomes a part of them. And then now we're fighting them to change. You know, it's really hard to unlearn certain things, especially when you're that young. And then they're looking at us as parents like, well, what's the problem? You've been letting me do this. So why is it an issue? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay, so when a kid is six months old and you start doing this, what is the start? Like, what do you do? Okay, so the first thing I do- Does the kid wear diapers? Like, what do they do? (laughs) Yes. So they're, you know, obviously they're going to wear diapers all the time. This is an introduction. So- Okay. When my kids were able to sit up, the first thing I did, I would put a cloth diaper on them wherever they were sitting. So for instance, my kids always had their first poop after they ate their first meal. And it would always be Mm. within a 10 to 15 minute window. So before I even attempted to- kids are very regular. (laughs) Oh man, that's how my my last one, he wasn't as easy to to track as my first two. And and the reason why- That's amazing. Yeah, he he had uh, surgery and he had a hernia Mm. when he was born. So Mm -hmm. he was a little bit different because we had to be a little bit more careful. And, you know, he had surgery when he was four and a half months old. So we had to be a little bit different with him. But my first two, it was always like that 10, 15 minute window after they ate and had their bottle that they would have to go. So once I narrowed Mm -hmm. down the timing, then I I tried it. So as soon as I saw them make that face where they're like, you know, kids give you those, those, oh yeah, like grunting, you know. Oh yeah. So as soon as the red face, yeah, it's the cutest. (laughs) Right. It's so funny, but it's even more exciting when if you put a cloth diaper on them, this way, it's easier to just snatch the diaper mm-hmm. and send them on the potty. You have to have everything in the room and kind of ready. Sure. And yep. as soon as you start seeing those facial cues, 
you just pick them up, sit them on the potty, and then keep encouraging them. Like, oh, you got to poo-poo, you got to poop, you know, and they're just looking at you. Then all of a sudden they do it. When they do it on the potty, <sighs> you go crazy. And now they're looking at you like, <laughs> why are they so excited? I just poop like I always do. Um, but one thing about babies is their goal is always to make you happy. They always want to like please you. So when they see mommy so excited about them going on the potty, it's like something mm-hmm. clicks. And I always say, give yourself two weeks of trying to catch it. It's not about perfection. It's about the introduction. Within two weeks, guaranteed, I'm telling you, they have this click that goes off in their head like, oh, okay, so I can actually do this on the potty and not do it on myself. I experienced it with all three of my kids. They all potty trained differently, but they all had that moment where it just clicked like, oh, I don't have to do this on myself. And then the next step is just figuring out what their cues for you are going to be. My son, the oldest, Christopher, he was a talker. This little boy was trying to talk when he was like two or three months old. He's making sounds. That's amazing. You know, he's just very vocal. When he began to use the potty, I had the little potty song that I did. So anytime he had to go, by the time he was like eight or nine months, whenever he had to go, he would start doing the pee sound. Wow. So I'm like making the pee sound. So I'm like, okay. So once I realized that's what he was doing, he would actually let me know when he had to go. That doesn't mean that I'm letting him be in control of his bladder. You know, if he has to, if I'm always going to try him and say, you know, like, let me sit you down and see if you have to go, because this is the time frame that you usually go. I don't make, I don't make them sit for a long time. We're not sitting there all day. It's just like, here's an opportunity. My daughter, she was more so you gave me routine and I'm going to stick to it. And if you don't mm-hmm. put me on the potty, I'm going to go on myself. <laughs> so mm-hmm. That's how she was. She would try to wait out. But if you miss that time period and I've had like babysitters who would come and then they would forget and then she would have an accident. She never had an accident with me because I was, you know, full into it and, and aware of her routine. So if she went, it was only because you took too long, <laughs> you know, to put yeah. her in the potty and give her an opportunity. So, um, so yeah, it's basically an introduction. You're not looking for perfection. You just want them to realize that they don't have to go on themselves and that they will get an opportunity. So what we did, what our routine was before nap time, and then once they woke up from naps, um, after they had lunch or snack, so it was constant opportunities. And then they uh-huh. clicked and it, just, it became a part of their routine. And and I mean, it's the best thing ever. You save so much money from spending it on diapers. <laughs> God, yeah. no kidding. And oh diapers gosh. are just like gross anyway. Yes, that's true. Right. Oh I have a, another potty training question for you about my daughter and what we're struggling with right now. Okay. Since you're the potty training guru. Okay, so obviously I didn't do what you did, so I've done it wrong. <laughs> but, okay, so she she's two and a half, and she always pees on the potty. She started out by going, we had one of those little potties, like the, I don't know, one you could, just portable, and she would poop in there, and she wouldn't pee in there. And then finally we got her peeing in the potty, but now she's really struggling with, she like, it takes her like a long time to poop, and I know it's like it's like constipation and we're trying to work on it. But she keeps pooping in her panties instead of pooping in the diaper. But she pees in the potty. But now she's just struggling with like pooping in the potty. OK, so so we just don't know what to do because we just see her pushing all the time. And then I'll be like, let's go to the potty. And we sit there 
But then she goes, mommy, no. Okay. The, <laughs> so that's oh, where we're at. My first question would be, do you have her on any type of like probiotic that would help her be a little bit yes. less Yeah, we we have her on a probiotic, um, a prebiotic probiotic. I've had her on that for probably two months now. And then we just changed her diet. I'm gluten-free and it always caused me constipation. So now we're making her gluten-free. I just got her fiber supplement. We're trying all the things to like soften it and help it come out. Right. I don't know if she's scared of it because it hurts. I was just about what? To, yeah, I was just about to say anytime they're struggling or have discomfort, it's actually more comfortable for them to go wherever they are rather than straddle mm. a potty or a seat of some sort. If you can imagine, you know, you're yeah. proud and they're trying to get it out. For them, it's probably easier when their legs are closer together and they can kind of just huddle into a corner and, and yeah, they're, like, they're, you know, they're getting it out comfortably versus sitting over top of a toilet where their legs may not touch the floor or, you know, so it's mm-hmm. probably all about comfort level. I know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So with, um, and the reason I'm familiar with this to a certain degree is my youngest, Chase, he went through a period where he did not want to sit on a potty. And mm-hmm. he had the one where you would have the uh, toilet insert. So he would sit on yeah. the toilet with the insert. And around that same age is what we did with the other two. So we just figured, okay, he's bigger now. Let's sit him on the toilet. And he would not go. He, if it seemed like he just regressed for, um, for like maybe two or three weeks. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? And then I pulled his, his infant potty seat back out and then he was fine. And it was more so that it was comfortable. He liked the fact that his feet could touch the floor. And if he did have any type of movement that would cause him any strain, it just seemed like him, his feet touching the floor just made it easier. You know, versus I'm gonna try that in the air. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, when we had issues, we just kind of went back to the basics. Like, okay, okay. let's get a smaller potty and see how this works. I mean, that's like how it's like a squatty potty because your feet can touch the floor. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I love the squatty potty. I, I use the squatty potty. <laughs> they do, they have squatty potties for little kids too. Yes, it's more of a yeah. natural. Yeah, I'm just about to say that's actually the natural way that we're supposed to go anyway. <laughs> yes. So, oh my god, y'all, it's bad. I put my feet on the toilet. Like I, I poop in like a squatted position. <laughs> I just so love weird. that I learned that about you. <laughs> Listen, you learn something new every day. Um, can we talk about your potty training book that's out right now? Sure. Yes. Body training mommy and daddy. <laughs> okay. I love it. Um, what even inspired you to do this? And then does it start at like that six month period and go through, then you're finally done potty training? So all of the kids were, were different. Um, they all potty trained at different paces. I want to stress, even when I'm talking to people about the book, it is a introduction. It is a way for your child to know at a younger age what the potty is for. Because a lot of times mm. when they get a little bigger, they're intimidated by it. They don't know what it's for. They don't understand why now they have to use it. And then we put so much stress on them to use it because we're like, y'all are too big. You're, you need to be ready. You need to go in the potty. That yep. Kids naturally do when we want them to do something. They do the opposite. So, oh, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> so look, all of us parents know they they will do the complete opposite of what we want. So when when they're introduced at a younger age, I'm not looking for perfection so much as familiarity. So mm-hmm. Milani, she potty trained the quickest. She was actually the hardest for me to understand 
because she was all about routine. She didn't communicate with me. So I had to be more adamant about her potty breaks and making sure that I did my part in making sure that she had an opportunity to use the potty. She actually was fully potty trained. And when I say fully, I mean overnight sleeps, nap time, wow. and all day without That's amazing. a diaper. She was That's fully amazing. potty trained. Yeah, she was 12 months. I mean, wow. as soon as she what? started, oh, yes. Stop. Yeah. 12 months. She was this my is blowing my mind. <laughs> yes. And the, the reason I even tried her that early for overnight is because when she had nap time, she never wet her diaper. So mm. I would still put the diapers on. And, and, and let me also make that clear. When I'm doing my potty training, it doesn't mean that I've totally removed the diaper until they're walkers. So they mm. still wore diapers. They still um, wore pull-ups but they just wet less often and they also pooped on their in their diaper less often. Gotcha. Um, it was like wow. a rare occasion when they actually pooped themselves. And most times it was when they were coming down with some type of stomach upset or uh, mm-hmm. sickness. So that kind of gave me a heads up like, okay, somebody's not feeling good. Yeah. So it was just, you know, knowing that routine. With, with each kid, it was so different. With my oldest, he was a year and a half when he was fully potty trained. He had moments where he regressed because of my daughter coming into the picture. She came next. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah, he was fully potty trained, sleeping through the night. But then when we had my daughter, all of a sudden he was having accidents and we had to like pretty much felt like we had to start over. And we realized uh, after talking to our pediatrician, he was just looking for attention because he saw that the baby was getting attention. <laughs> so yep. you have those moments, but he never was afraid of the potty or the toilet. He always knew what it was for. He didn't have to sit there for minutes at a time. And to this day, my kids, when they go to the bathroom, they handle business and they, they wash their hands and they come out. They're done. And then they we have like so much open dialogue about poops and what they look like and how, what the texture felt like, like they're on another level. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. They'll let me know. I have a boy question for you. Okay. So this, because I'm not a boy, I don't know the answer. So when you start potty training a boy, they obviously just sit on the potty and pee like normal, right? When, I mean, I'm guessing, when is the transition to where they turn around and like hold their penis and pee in the toilet? Oh my God. When they're tall enough and when it's long enough. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, <yes>. Okay. <laughs> I was just, I'm like, For a while they I'm having so many thoughts. Because <laughs> my, my husband still sits to pee. Like he, he's that lazy. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. I'll come oh, in and I'm on. like, what are you doing? And he's like peeing. I'm like, why are you sitting down? This is weird. That's so funny. (laughs) I could totally see Tanner doing it. It's such a Tanner thing. (laughs) Monique, I want to talk to you about your mommy community, not for lazy moms too, because girl, you're doing it all. Like you have a podcast, you have a publishing company, a website, and this big community for – just like a new generation of moms because we do, we want it all and we, and you know what, we can do it all. And I love that you call it not for lazy moms because moms are the least laziest people ever. Like we do everything, but. Everything. There's no way to be a mom and to actually be lazy. So I love to play on words. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, can you just kind of tell us about your community and what you, um, what you've been working on and everything? 
Yes. So there were a lot of things that caused me to create this this website and this brand and this community. And one of them being when I had my son, there were so many things that I had no clue about when it came to being a parent. And I'm telling you, I was the I was the little cousin that watched all the other little cousins. I mean, from the time they were born, I'm changing diapers like I was that kid that was always helping and very hands on. So when I became a mom, I did not understand how all of this time has passed. I was 29 years old and I had no clue about all of the other things that go into being a mother. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, I said, this this has to be talked about. Like, why doesn't anybody talk about why doesn't anybody talk about what happens after you have a baby after you've gone through labor? Why didn't I know? And when I left the hospital, my stomach would look like I was still five or six months pregnant. I'm like, why yeah. didn't anybody tell me these things? Why didn't they tell us about the cramping that happens after you have a baby? Oh my gosh. Or, oh. You know, like all of those things. It's like when you breastfeed, I had no idea that my stomach would feel like I was back in labor. Well, I'm breastfeeding. Oh God, it's the worst feeling ever. Yes. It was worse than contractions themselves. Yep. It, yep. So I began this community to only let other moms know that, hey, you're not alone. You're not the only one who goes through this. And then number two, so that I can also get information from other moms who are doing it and um, and share. I come from a generation of women who were so strong. And when you looked at them handling what they had to handle, you never understood how difficult it really was because they did it with such ease. They looked like super women. But they never shared the struggles. They never shared their journey. So I had no clue. I felt very unprepared to be a mom because none of my elders really gave me that inside detail about being a mother and all that you have to sacrifice yeah. and go through. So I began Not For Lazy Moms so that we can have a platform where we can feel open and realize that we're not alone. It's not easy, but it's possible. And let's all share our tips and tricks on how we get by. If you're a working mom, how do you deal with being away from your kids? If you're a stay-at-home mom, how do you deal with not being away from your kids? And they're in your face every yeah. day. And you have those moments where you need a break and maybe you feel guilty for wanting a break, but it's natural. So that's right. the inspiration behind it. And I'm really excited about the fact that more women are beginning to share their journeys. And, um, and that's, that's really what the goal was. Yeah. I think it's so important to have a mom community because I feel like every day you kind of think that you're going crazy. Like it's so overwhelming. There's always something new and you're always filled with questions of, am I doing it right? Or what do I do now? And just to have a place where you can be like, oh my gosh, this person is just as crazy as me today. That makes me feel less crazy, <laughs> you know? Because I mean, being a mom is the hardest job ever. It's so it's so amazing, but it's hard. It really is. And you have a lot of days where you don't get much sleep. You're probably the one person mm -hmm. in the entire house who gets the least amount of sleep, you know? Oh yeah. And sometimes- For the, sure. Yeah, the, the husbands or the dads, sometimes they- they get it, but they don't get it. Yes. And yes. sometimes, most times, the child is running after mommy. If the child is oh, sick, for sure. if they get a bump or a bruise or anything, it's like mommy, 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 mommy. I'm a, I'm about to change my name. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> I'm change my name to daddy and see what happens. Oh my goodness. Um, 
What's your best advice? I mean, you're obviously you have so much going on. How do you how do you juggle like filming the show, running not for lazy moms, being a mom, being a wife, doing a book? Like, how do you even what's your advice for like busy moms who are like juggling all of it? My advice would be, well, I guess my advice comes based off of my experience. I am such a hands-on person, borderline control freak, maybe full-fledged control freak. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I, I had to learn the importance of allowing others to help me and allowing myself mm. to be okay with delegating certain responsibilities. Um, that was one of my biggest challenges is to let my husband parent the way that he wants to parent. You know, so that's kids, hard. It, that's a hard lesson. That is a hard one. It is. And I think that a lot of moms can relate because, you know, we're carrying this child in our stomachs for all this time. We've had we have a different level of bond with them. So we just feel like if we don't do it our way, they're gonna like die. <laughs> you know? And at the end of the Oh, day, totally. Right. And they the will. Day, <laughs> yeah. Like if daddy takes over, he may not do everything how I do it. But when I come back home, they're all happy and they're still safe. <laughs> so it's almost like terrifying, but like you just have to get, have that trust there. Absolutely. But that's hard. And um, so, yeah, that's definitely hard. And then another thing is reevaluating constantly what balance looks like for you. Balance is not the same for me as it was six months ago. You know, it, it constantly changes. It's yeah. constantly evolving. Learning how to say no to people and that's trying hard to too. That's a hard focus. Lesson. It really, it really is. And just trying to almost carve out my day so that my responsibilities throughout the day are kind of in. You know, it's like on a timeline, so to speak. It's not perfect, but I know from this time to this time is when I'm going to do whatever I need to do in the office. I'm fulfilling orders for my book. I'm, you know, online, you know, responding to people. I'm doing press between a certain time. And after those times, it's family time, it's husband and wife time, you know. So it's just trying to figure out the best way to carve out yourself because you're a 100% person. But when you have kids, there's a certain percentage that goes to the kids. There's a certain percentage that goes to the husband, mm -hmm. to the business, to yourself. Totally. And just trying to make sure that you always feel like your cup is full without it overflowing to the point where you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. I, I, I love feel that. Like I'm going to lose my mind a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Monique, I am on your Instagram, by the way, and your children are so adorable. They're so Thank cute. You. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> Where can all of our listeners find you, by the way? They can find me on Instagram at, at Mrs. Monique Samuels. I'm on Twitter at I am Mrs. Samuels. And then I have a website, MoniqueSamuels.com. And then uh, NotForLazyMoms.com at NotForLazyMoms on Twitter and Instagram. And then we have Facebook pages with the same names. <laughs> we try to make it easy Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us. Like, I mean, people are going to love this episode. I mean, people love you. you anyway, but like, I swear we have so many people ask us about potty training all the time. And you were like the absolute perfect person to talk about it. You just keep Thank it so you. real. And I love it. I appreciate it. Yes, I will get more into um, the potty training. I'm going to be putting together a video of me hands on training with my kids over the years. So um, I just Very felt cool. like the book was a nice little introduction, but I really want to go deeper so that people can actually see 
what the process looks like. And I have documented that's awesome. that yeah, from the time my kids were, were babies. So I have so many videos of them on the potty. Good for <laughs> you. Thank you. Where can everybody oh find your book? Is it on Amazon? <laughs> yes, it's on Amazon. Um, it's actually less expensive if you purchase it from my website, Not For Lazy Moms. Okay. Um, there's a store there. They can even go to shop.notforlazymoms.com and you can purchase the book from there. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Thank we you. We so appreciate thank having you on. Thank you. Take care. It's It blows oh my, my mind. I just don't. I, I like want to do it, but I'm like scared. I, me too. Like I'm like, like I told you, my midwife or one of the midwives at um, the midwifery that I go to, she is an advocate for this. So I was just like, I've never, I just don't, it doesn't make sense to my brain, but I guess there are people who really do this. So I, I kind of want like, to start it. I want to learn more. When Charlie does his next like push face, I'm going <laughs> to put him on the potty and see what happens. Although I feel like he goes in his, Whenever I put him down for his nap right after, like, he wakes up in the morning, he kind of takes like, an early nap. That's when he poops. So I might not see him. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, leaving us a review and rating us on Apple Charts. You know that we love you guys so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And remember to tell a friend about us. It helps us grow our community and um, makes other moms be able to find us. And yeah, I mean, it's just we're we're welcoming everybody over here. Come on, join our join the fun. Kind Have of like friends join the kind fun. Kind of like what Monique said, you know, it's just a place for moms to feel yeah. less alone. So thank you guys. We will see you next week. All right, bye-bye. From, From the, the Westwood, Westwood One Podcast, Podcast Network. Network.